0: Hey guys, this is Ishai Breslauer and welcome to the CRE Shark Eye Show, where we discuss commercial real estate. On Mondays, we dive deep into an asset class and on Thursdays, we go into some inspirational stories for the weekend. Can't wait to start. Let's go. Hi guys, this is Ishai Breslauer with the CRE Shark Eye Show. I hope you guys are doing fantastic this Thursday morning. And today I want to talk to you. It's me. I want to talk to you a little bit. And something that came to mind. And every once in a while, I save the time for me to actually to be able to talk and not interview. Interview. And that uh, interviewing people is wonderful. I love that, and I'd love to have more and more and more absolutely fantastic guests, which we do. And um, uh, next week we have a number of fantastic guests. But right now, what I want to do is I want to share with you something more inspirational and that is less, regard- how do you say, it's not as connected to real estate as usually, th- that's usually we talk about commercial real estate, right? Today, I want to talk about inspirational stuff, less real estate, more inspirational. And because it's Thursday, people are tired, people are a little bit exhausted and, um, What we want to do today is discuss the aspect of success. Okay. The aspect of success and why is it, why does it take sometimes to become a last minute type of success? Let me explain. Why do we have that aspect that everything is lost and it's like last resort, last minute, fourth quarter overtime? Last second, and then we have to hit the buzzer shot, which makes it a lot more exciting, I agree. But why does it have to be that way? Why so many stories? Uh, why so many stories about people who actually hit rock bottom? And only then, when they hit rock bottom, then they made it. Then the breakthrough came up, meaning then it came. It, it doesn't mean that they got success right away, but they get that opening at that point when they lost everything. Why is it that way? I'm you know it's it's such an intriguing thing. Why is it happening? Why is it going that way? And I heard today a story. I forgot the name of the comedian. Uh, you probably guy you guys probably know him. Let, let me just see just for a second. I'm just gonna look at my in my YouTube. Uh, I, I just saw it today. Give me one second, my history. I'll tell you in a second. Uh, what's the name of the guy? Uh, Steve Harvey. Steve Harvey. okay, you guys probably know him. I'm you how to say I'm not watching him that much, but uh, I don't watch him that much, but anyways, his story is crazy. and I didn't know that. The guy was an, a stand-up comedian, did not make it he was funny. It was funny, but he did not make it. No success over there. Even though he had all the param, the the everything that you need in order to be successful, he had. It was not successful. It did not work for him. And what happened was he tells a story, and you could find it on YouTube. He tells a story, and this is a reflection. This gave me the inspiration to talk about this because I know so many stories like that. And it's mind-boggling why the world works that way. He was... He hit rock bottom. He did not have a place to be. did not have a place to stay. did not have a home. <clears throat> called his, his father and said, can I come home and live at home? And his dad tells him no. And uh, he left him in, the, uh, in, in some, I don't know if it's in the basement or in the storage place. I have no idea. I didn't really understand. You can watch the YouTube yourself and, and judge for yourself. Yeah. But he left there an answering machine. Uh, his answering machine. And uh, so people can actually call him, but he had no money. He had no money and he had no place to live. He lived in the car, in his car. That's where he lived. And and he used to go into the Ritz Carlton to bathe, to take showers. And he tells that, he basically tells a story that they had those, how do you say, those fancy rolled towels, you know, in there in the bathroom. It was a nice bathroom, rich Carlton. And he went in, he took those towels and he put water and soap within a bunch of towels. He used to go into the to the stall, into the into the bathroom, and then took off his clothes and bathe himself with that because he was homeless and take a shower, so-called shower with that, clean himself every every day or two. And then when he saw that there's no one in the bathroom, he used to come out again, throw those towels, take new ones with water, and then clean the soap, and that was his shower. And then wait there or dry himself out there and then come out. And that's what he used to do. And there was one time that there was a convention. There was like a conference over there in the Ritz-Carlton. And he tells the story that at that point, He's going into that stall, into the bathroom with all those towels with water and soap, and all that stuff that I just told you. And he gets in and he bathes himself. He cleans himself up, takes off his clothes, same, same ritual, same stuff. And he does his thing. And as he goes there, as he's in the bathroom, all of a sudden, something happens. There was a convention, a conference, and everybody went into the bathroom. Tons of people, like a whole flock, everybody's going into the bathroom. The guy, poor guy is stuck there and with the towels with soap and everything and he is covered with soap, cannot take off the soap because he can't get out of the bathroom and take the towels with water and do the whole thing that he usually does. So he's basically stuck in the bathroom. So what is he going to do? Can't do anything, right? So story goes and he tells the story that he sits there and he can't get out. And the whole soap dries on him. And he starts crying. And he starts to cry. And he said, I can't do this no more. And he was about to call his father to beg to come home because he can't do this anymore. And he was crying. And he was about to call home but he said I'll call my answering machine to see if uh, if my dad called me and all of a sudden he hears a message and the message is from MSNBC or I'm um, uh, like I have no idea MSNBC I think it was anyways one of the TV channels is calling left him a message it says hey Steve this is so and we would like to have you on the show To go national. And uh, the guy says, he's listening to this thing and says, on Sunday, we want you to come on Sunday to come to the show. And this will require him to actually fly to New York. And uh, And he says, he starts crying because he doesn't have the money. He has $25 in his pocket and he cannot pay, cannot pay a plane ticket to go to New York to get there that Sunday. So he said to himself, "Uh, I'll listen to the message again to make sure that it's this Sunday. And he listened to the message again. And sure enough, it's that Sunday. And he doesn't know what to do. But then goes, the machine goes beep. And then there's another message. If you guys remember how answering machines used to work. And then there's another message. And the message goes and says, there was another guy from, uh from one of the nightclubs, Apollo I have no idea Well, something in Florida and he said, We would like you to come and perform in in that nightclub, okay to come and stand up comedy. I would like you to come and we're going to pay one hundred and fifty dollars for that show. So he said, that's it. and he went there and he did the show he got one hundred and fifty dollars and they and they asked him, can you do it tomorrow also we'll pay you another one hundred and fifty dollars so he did it to because everybody loved him. So he did it tomorrow, the next day again, and he had three hundred dollars in his pocket. That was enough to pay the plane ticket, round trip, it, uh, round trip ticket uh, to New York, ninety nine dollars. And the story goes that basically he went there, and the rest is history. He went on national TV, and the second he got on national TV, they asked him to be on the show or on other shows. I have no idea which one. I'm Not a big expert of Steve Harvey, anyways. And he was performing every single night on national TV. And that was it. Meaning from that point, you already grew. Hey guys, before we continue, I would like to introduce you to the seven day CRE challenge, which will introduce you to commercial real estate and will show you that anyone can do this. Also, I have the free cheat sheet for commercial real estate with the six best secrets for commercial real estate. You can download it free. Just click below or above, wherever it is and get it. Let's continue. And the question is, why do you have to hit rock bottom in order to get there? Why do you have to hit that place that is so miserable that you have to be there? And it happens to so many of us, you know, you have to get to the point where all your money is gone, where everything is done and everything is gone and you have no energy and you are like, You hit, like, the lowest of the low, and then it happens. Why does it have to happen? I'm thinking about this, that, you know, I believe in God. Some people say universe. I believe it's in God. Um, And I believe that when when that happens, because some people are not experiencing this. Some people experience it in a different way. They experience it. uh, They're talented. They're savvy. They go out they work hard, they have failures, they have all kinds of failures, but then they make it, but they gradually grow and become big. And sometimes it's like almost overnight success, huge and, uh, and amazing without going through the, those extreme hardships. And these are not so cool stories, but I know many of them. I know many people who who simply uh, took the first deal, did pretty well, took the next deal, did also also pretty well, and then did very well, and then did even better. Had some failures on the way and hardships, but it pretty much went well all the way, meaning they had everything going for them. <laughs> That's the honor. I, I, I heard those stories. I know those stories firsthand. But those who have those hard times and have to go through those hard times, they have to go through those hard times and get to the rock bottom and get to a place where you literally cannot recognize where you are anymore or who you are. And all of a sudden something good happens. And that is crazy. And I know it meaning from so many things in my life, so many things, in other people's lives. And that story of Steve Harvey actually reflects of all those things. And we know it from movies, the movies, how do you say Hollywood really loves those scenes, right? Everything in every movie There's a rock bottom. There's like the point of almost dead. And then all of a sudden he's alive and he's succeeding. He's making it in every single movie. That's the story. Otherwise it's not so cool. Otherwise it's not so amazing. It's not so great. And it also reminds me that aspect of meaning I'm thinking, okay, so why is it happening to so many people? Why that way? And why? type of people really have that type of experience, while others don't. And first of all, that we'll never know. Why God has a plan for a certain type of people that is a certain type of plan for other type of people, it's a whole different type of plan. We don't know that. We have no idea. But one thing we do know, we do know that God gives people kind of challenges that they have to overcome. And they have to come and face the facts and the reality that they are in and say, okay, God gave me this. It means that I have to deal with it. It means that he did it to me. You can love it. You can hate it. You can hate him. You can love him. Uh, I heard one one, uh, one time, uh, I forgot which rabbi it was, but one of the sages, the old rabbi said that uh, you can can love God, you can hate God, but you cannot do without him. Okay. And the, and that's a part of it. The part of, of actually understanding that there's someone watching and there's someone with you all the time is the comfort. At the same time, you could be annoyed by it, but it's the comfort. It's that thing that will actually get you through to understand you're going through something. He's getting me through this and there's a reason. And that will have to get you to feel better. And one thing that I love is the bamboo tree. One of the coaches that I had um, years ago said to me, you are the bamboo. You are that guy. You are that story, the Chinese bamboo tree, right? What is that story? I encourage you you can go to YouTube. You could put the Chinese bamboo tree. You could watch it. Very inspirational. Bottom line, the story goes with a guy. Who wanted a bamboo tree? Apparently, I don't know what it does. I, I know nothing about agriculture, so don't ask me about fruits, vegetables, and animals. I don't know nothing about those things, except again, meaning I think I said it before. I love to watch, you know, uh, predators go and catch. Gives me inspiration to understand how they pivot, how they find, how they they re- they're resilient, etc. But I don't know. Meaning, if you ask me details of what their natural habitat is, I have no idea how it goes, how it works. But anyways. What I'm trying to say is that, where was I? Oh, Chinese bamboo tree. So anyways, the Chinese bamboo tree, what's the story there? The story is very simple. There's a, this guy who, it's a Chinese story, of course, this guy who wants to plant a Chinese bamboo tree, which is legendary. It's tall. It's like 30 meters. I don't know how many feet. It's like crazy. Uh, it's insane. It's insane. It's, it provides a lot. It's 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 like wealth for farmers. How, I don't know, but it is considered to be that way. And he goes and he plants that tree. He plants the tree, plants the tree, plants it. He plants it and then he waters it. And nothing happens. And he goes after, you know, a few days, nothing. A week, nothing. Month, zero. Um Months go by and nothing. A year goes by and he still plants, it still waters it. Nothing. And his neighbor who has already crops, he puts things that grew, that died, grew again. He, he already has produce that, you know, from, from his, and, and they actually planted it. They, he, he planted his seeds at the same exact time that this guy did. And he already saw produce. Coming and going millions of times over. And This guy sees nothing. He waters it and he waters it and he waters it and he waters it and he waters it. Zero. And everybody laughs. And he heard that it takes a long time for the Chinese bamboo tree. And he goes second year. He said, I'm not going to give up. And he waters it and he waters it and he waters it and he waters it and he waters it. Nothing. Another year goes by. Two years. Everybody thinks he already lost his mind. And he continues. He continues. And he goes again. He goes again. He goes again. He goes again. And then the fourth year come. And he's already. He lost it already. He lost faith. But since he got used to doing it. He just does it. He just wakes up in the morning. He goes. He waters it. Comes back. Everybody thinks he's insane. He, He thinks he's insane. He just does that. He says. I'm just doing it. I'll just do it because this is my routine. That's how my schedule is. I wake up in the morning. I do this. I do that. And I water that plant. That Chinese bamboo tree, so-called nothing land. Like, there's nothing. There's like earth. And he goes and he waters it and waters it and waters it. And then the that year is over and it's already five years. And the way the story goes is that he is done. He hit rock bottom. His family is in a horrible condition already, and everything is out. And every, no, people are f- forget laughing at him. They're like dismiss him in a way that is, this guy lost it a long time ago. He's hopeless. He's a nothing. He's a loser. And the guy goes and waters it and waters it, and at that point he already. He has no energy, his back is broken, and forget it. He has he lost every enthusiasm that could have been. He lost it 50 times over, but this time he has zero energy, can't pick himself up anymore. And then he goes for the last time, says, I'm just gonna go today and I'm done. He goes for the last time, and all of a sudden he sees little plants, little like leaves are coming up, and he understands that. It ha- it's happening. And he starts dancing. And the neighbors are like, what's happening? And then he waters it again and again. But then it's already on its own. And the bamboo tree, this whole garden, all of a sudden grows in six weeks. Five years, nothing. And then in six weeks, boom, this whole thing goes up to the sky. And he has this huge thing. Nobody laughs anymore. And he has produce for years and years to come for his children and grandchildren and so on and so forth. And I think that story is the reflection of everything. The bamboo tree is the real, because, because it's a plant. You water, you water, you water, and then it grows. Because the roots are being planted inside. If you don't have success right now, if you're working through hardships, And you're still working at it. You're working at your skills. You're working at your mastery of who you are, your knowledge. And and wherever you've been taken in life, that is your path. And that is where you're going. And that's where we are. That's where we're going. And at that point, when you think all hell broke loose, right, that's the point when we grow. That's the point when we flourish. That's the point when we explode. All the way up. That is the point. So what is the, how do you say the allegory? It's called, we call it an allegory like, um, so what is the translation of the allegory? I don't know how to say it, but let's say for example, you go and and you plant social media seeds, okay? You go and and you post and you post and you post and you post. And you post and you post and you post. On Instagram, on LinkedIn, on Facebook, on whatever. For years and years and years, nothing happens. But organically, it's like the roots are being built and all of a sudden, one day it explodes. It's gradually happening under the ground. Maybe it's not exactly like the Chinese bamboo tree. Maybe it's more gradual than that, but that's how it works. That's one example. Another example is maybe you want to get into an industry like commercial real estate. And you don't know anything about it. And you want to be big. You want to do great things. But you're so far away from doing great things because you have no money, no connections, no formal education that that is connected to uh, this thing that's called commercial real estate. How are you going to make it? So you start going from the bottom. And as you go, you learn and you study and you work yourself and you study and you work on your knowledge, and on your, and you, how do you say, you learn the numbers, and you learn how to work underwriting, and the performance, et cetera, et cetera, and you teach yourself on the go, and you take courses, and you take mentors, and one mentor from the to the other mentor, and you go up within mentors, meaning the first mentor is definitely not going to be like the last mentor, okay? But you needed that first guy to get you in, because without him, you wouldn't get to the second guy, and so on, to get to that main mentor that brought you to the top. But it takes time. And Brian Tracy says it takes seven years, seven years to be an expert in a field, no matter which field. Today, maybe with social media, you don't need seven years. I would agree with that. But with any major thing, if you wanna be an expert of MA, sorry about that. If you wanna be an expert of MA, Mergers and acquisitions. If you want to be an expert, commercial real estate. I'm not talking about being a doctor, which is obvious, being a, or being a great lawyer. Anything that you want to do in business, any type of business you want to get into will require expertise and you will become an expert only, only in seven years. It doesn't mean that you'll be successful in seven years. Pay attention to that. But you'll be an expert in seven years. Yeah, is it possible to do it less in certain uh, certain type of industries? Yes, it is. But not all industries. In many industries, it will be seven years. Seven years to become an expert. And then it will take you maybe two years or three years or maybe one year to make it big. Maybe three, maybe four. Who knows? But... You know what? Gary V talks about patience and he says the word patience so many times. And so many times I, I hear him interviewing or being interviewed and the people that are talking to him uh, will ask him, what's the thing that you will, will th- what is the main thing? He says, one of the main things he says patience. You have to be patient. And a lot of people are questioning him. And saying, why would you say patience? Why don't, won't you say resilience, which is also a major word that you need for business or for success in business, no matter if you're an employee and you want to get to the top or you're an entrepreneur, you want to get, you want to su- get this success or you are, you are an athlete and you want resilience, right? Why patience? Because the resilience aspect is obvious. You need to go and go and go and go and go and not give up, right? and and you're going to get those punches in the stomach on the way and fall down and you have to get up again fall down and get up again that's the resilient the resilience part of it right however the patience is the underlying quiet it's like the silence underneath that goes with it that you are when you're going through things you're like you're not paying attention to that silence to that quiet it's like a it's like nothing goes on underneath because you in your head you have noise and noise and noise but you are going on your own no one's around you it's like in a business that is thriving you have people working for you it's action it's this but in the beginning it could be years there's nothing it's you working really hard and there's this quiet there's silence no one's following you no one cares about you No one's there. And it takes resilience to keep on going, but it takes the patience to say to yourself, I need to be patient. I need to find ways to survive until I make it because I will. To have patience is to know how to calm yourself down and get yourself focused. Because if you won't get yourself focused on what you have to do next, you get scared and fear can enter. and destroy everything within your brain. So you have to get away from the fear, get out of your mind in order to move forward. And that is the key. And I think that that rock bottom with the Steve Harvey story of hitting rock bottom is in the movies. We see it. And I know so many people that it happened to them. And I know so many people that experienced that type of experience. One day I'll write a book about that kind of stuff, but this is an unbelievable thing. And If it happens to you, if you feel that you're in that place, that you're in the rock bottom or almost hitting rock bottom, have faith. Have patience. Have faith. It will happen. You guys take care. Have a great weekend. Hey guys, thanks for joining me in this CRE Shark Eye Show. I hope you enjoyed it. And go subscribe, download, do whatever you guys need to do. And I'll see you in the next episode. Take care of yourselves.